Welcome to the Gone Girl Show with Bree and C, a podcast to help you grow in all areas of life, but first towards Christ. Welcome to the Gone Girl Show. This is Bree. Unfortunately, C couldn't join today. Whether you are a first time listener or have listened to every episode, we thank you so much for tuning in. We are a little late with this episode. We've been dealing with Hurricane Irma in the aftermath. Um, we're thanking God it could have been a lot worse. Um, I lost power for five days, but I, I know people have lost um, everything they have. So we want to keep those in prayer. The storm was forecasted to be a lot worse than it actually was. So I know prayers have been making a difference. Um, we are very thankful for those who have reached out to us on social media, including Michelle Lene, who hosts the Christ Over Culture podcast. It's a great podcast for Christian millennials or just anyone who wants to grow in our faith. Um, you can listen to it on iTunes or check their website um, at ChristOverCulture.com. We ask you also to pray for those who have been affected by Hurricane Harvey, um, even the, the fires going on in California, and not just for people in America, but those around the world. There's so much going on, such as the floods in South Asia. We know that these are birthing pains and the things that were prophesied in the book of Revelation. So we see these things actually happening. So we, we, we just ask you to pray for the world, pray for people to be saved and to know Christ. We also ask for you to volunteer if you can or donate if you can. Scripture says that we will be known by our love. And when we do these things, we show Christ's love. We can be the hands and feet of Christ and help out our our neighbor in need. Also, please continue to check our website, goandgrowshow.com, for many resources, including Christian events. A great event that's coming up October 26th is Q Comments. It is a learning experience equipping the people of the church to faithfully engage our cultural moment. The theme for this year is Healing Our Divided Nation. It's a great event that has national speakers as well as local speakers. So if you find an event near you on their site, they'll invite um, local leaders to have um, sessions that are related to the topic as well. When I went last year, I blogged about my experience there. You can find it at goandgrowshow.com slash qcommons2016 if you want to get a glimpse of how the event works. And what's different about this event is that they also give you time to dialogue at your table with people who may or may not have the same opinions as you and you get a different perspective on on the topic so it's very interesting I suggest you go on our site and look and see if there's one near you and check it out in today's episode we interviewed Mr. Lionel Shipman he is an entrepreneur and a new author we discuss financial empowerment mentorship and several other topics if you want to check out the show notes it's at goandgrowshow.com slash ep27 we hope you enjoy the interview welcome to the go and grow show this is brie unfortunately c isn't able to join us today but i'm excited because we have mr lionel shipman joining us today mr lionel is a financial and life empowerment consultant with over 20 years 
of experience in the banking and financial services. He is the owner of Shipment Consulting. He specializes in helping individuals of every age improve their financial literacy skills. Mr. Shipman also presents regularly for conferences, schools, panel discussions, assemblies, and other life skills related events. Welcome to the Go and Grow Show, Mr. Shipman. Thank you, Bree, very much. Good morning. Uh, it's a pleasure to be here this morning with you. Thank you so much for joining us. Um, how are you doing? I'm doing wonderful on this beautiful Saturday morning uh, with uh, hopefully very little to do throughout the day, but uh, you never know what the day may unfold. That's true. That's <laughs> yeah. true. I hope you're able to relax and take it easy. I'm sure you did a lot of work during the week. So. Yes, I did. It was actually a full week, uh, of course, uh, with this being the last week uh, before school starts back. Uh, it's kind of been bittersweet here in my household. Uh, bitter for the kids, but sweet for us as parents. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure parents around around the country feel the same way. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. See, I'm the kind that we, we start singing the Christmas carol. Uh, it's the most wonderful time of the year. <laughs> Yeah, we, we love it, but our kids hate it, though. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. Wow. Well, is there anything you would like to add um, about you that wasn't included in your bio? Uh, just to say that I, I do a, uh, in addition to uh, my company, Shipment Consulting, uh, and the speaking aspect, I'm also part of a collaborative organization called Yay That Game, Y-A-T-H-A-T, game. And it is, we do a, a live monthly audio financing, uh, financial coaching show. Uh, I forgot to make uh, mention of that. I know that we had talked on previous time uh, that that's, that's just something else that I do uh, to further uh, assisting people with increasing their life skills, especially in the area of their financial well-being. Is that a local program or the national it's actually national. I am part. Yeah, I am part of a collaborative organization, and we have a number of different, um, I guess, clubs that we call it, uh, that we touch on. Uh, we have uh, my club is called the Common Sense Club, and my co-host, uh, she's out in California, so we co-host a monthly show uh, with the financial aspect. We have uh, other clubs, uh, one called Calm, Cool, Calm, and Connected. Uh, we call it our digital literacy uh, coaching class. We have one called Going, Going Green, emphasizing environmental literacy. We have some on organizational skills called Getting to Done. And we have parenting. We have Got Teens, uh, Couples Communication. And uh, the last one, or the last two, uh, rules to tools and the diversity community. So we touch on various areas uh, of life in hopes of assisting people with, you know, improving their life skill. Uh, that's something that we all have in some form or format. And our mission is to help grow those skills, not only for adults, but be able to pass it down to our children as well. That's very, very needed um, today. So. Yeah, that's that's great. You're getting involved in that. Yes. Yes. So oh, go ahead. No, no, I, I was just going to say that with something that I really enjoy a whole lot and we're looking to 
uh, increase it along the way. So for all the listeners, you know, if you can go to yay that game, y a t h a t g a m e dot com, and you have a list. Uh, it give you a little bit more background of what we're doing and the different types of clubs that you can participate in. It seems like the goal of these sites, including um, Shipman Consulting, is to help people live an empowered life. What does an empowered life look like to you? Empowered life. Uh, I, I look at in the, I, I always look at the word empower, uh, just taken from a definition standpoint. Uh, basically, it means to make someone stronger or to make someone more confident, um, uh, especially regarding uh, their life. So a life that is steady, uh, you're constantly seeking and acquiring knowledge and wisdom to make yourself better, not only to make yourself better, but also to make other people better as well. So an empowered life is, is learning, is applying, uh, you know, passing information along so that the end goal is that all of us can be successful in some form or some level. And speaking from the from a financial perspective, uh, it means learning and applying, you know, s- skills, money skills, uh, financial skills, and being equipped with certain tools to help you improve your financial outlook. Also, which I'm very big on, is giving to others and then building a legacy for the next generation that's coming forth. It sounds like a very great definition. It reminds me of the quote, and I'm trying to look it up now, lifting as we climb. There were, I think, a couple organizations in college that had that as their their motto. I'm trying to see exactly Ah. which one it was, but I can't see it. But that's just a quote that came to my mind. Okay. Um, That's a very, very good definition. You emphasize also communication skills as a part of life skills. Um, Why are effective communication skills important? Oh, I love this. uh, I love that question uh, because I have the opportunity to speak with a number of high school students uh, throughout the year with that very subject. And, you know, it's it's important to have uh, good Uh, I call it effective communication skills because it opens the doors uh, to opportunities in life. Now, it doesn't necessarily mean that you're that you're going to be the best communicator or you are a master communicator. Rather, it it looks at that you have the ability to convey, you know, messages uh, that are clearly understood and you're able to do it in an engaging manner, you know, I always look at when you combine integrity, you combine knowledge uh, with effective communication skills, it can literally get you get your foot in the door, you know, and allow you to sit at a table where many people may not be able to sit. And uh, effective communication skills, you know, another reason why it's important, because it will help you get recognized and also help you to be remembered, you know. It's great to be in the midst of people and when you leave their presence uh, and they, you know, unfortunately, sometimes they forget about you. But if you having if you have effective communication skills and it's something that you're constantly building upon, more than likely you're going to make not just an impression upon people, but you'll make an impact upon people. That's a that's a good word there. Thank you. <laughs> yes. Communication skills are, are very important to help you get where you want to be in life. Yeah. So 
as you've been helping people over the years, what are some of the most common money in life matters you have helped people to achieve an empowered life? I will speak from the aspect, I'd say, you know, regarding money itself. Um, uh, it, it's becoming a pretty much a giver of your time, your talent and your treasure. You know, I, I'm a believer. I'm a doer of God's word, uh, foundation of my life. And I believe that as as I give to God and I, as I give to people, God blesses me in return. Now, that doesn't mean that uh, I, I give just to receive. I give because it's in my heart to give and I give out of obedience. But at the same time, uh, God promises, I mean, in his word, and it states that I should be blessed or anyone would be blessed if they do these things. And they should receive blessings in return as they give unto other people. So encouraging people to develop a heart of giving uh, can lead people into an empowered life. And that's something that I try to do and instill within people. Don't just be concerned with just your life. Always look to help someone else, encourage someone else. And that will lead to an empowered life. Yes, I think. I'm trying to remember what your Twitter Twitter bio says. I think it says invest carefully, give cheerfully. Yeah, it says that. Yeah, it said give cheerfully, uh, spend carefully, and invest wisely. Right, right. Yes, yes. That that's been a that's been something that God gave me years ago, and at the time when he when uh, God gave me that, I didn't really know where it would you know come. You mean when I would be using utilizing it? Well. Here's the day now that I'm utilizing it more and more uh, by encouraging people, not only with money, but with their very lives that they you know, give cheerfully, uh, spend carefully and invest wisely in all that you do. Right. God loves a cheerful giver. <laughs> yes, he does. <laughs> yes, he does. So with over 20 years of working experience, how has your faith grown throughout your career, especially after starting Shipman Consulting in 2001? So it's been a while since you've had your consulting firm. Yes, yes. I mean, originally I started out uh, doing primarily on the commercial side of, of the industry, and it changed to the personal side where I, I, I did a lot more so in the area of personal uh, workshops and things like that. So. Yeah, yeah, it has grown uh, tremendously. And as God has enlightened me through experience and through his word, um, I've learned to trust his methods, his ways, as opposed to my own. And you know, through my company, I've been able to help a lot of people uh, because of God's grace and his guidance throughout uh, uh, my career, and especially after I started uh, my company. You know, personally, I look at my own life just this year alone uh, because of my I, I always I like to use the phrase my ever increasing faith in God, because it's something that I strive to continue to get more faith in God. Uh, I've been blessed, I mean, to the point to where um, I'm writing, I've, I've written and, and I'm having my first book published uh, this year. Uh, prayerfully, by the end of the month, everything would be completed and hard copies would be uh, going forth. Uh, I'm involved with the monthly financial coaching call that I mentioned at the top of the uh, uh, hour. You know, I have a fantastic group of people that I work with, and I have one of the best 
partner, sister, co-host, Shannon Ryan. Hopefully she'll get a chance to uh, hear this broadcast. Hello, Shannon. And and also, you know, uh, more speaking opportunities uh, uh, have have come forth. And uh, here recently, uh, I've I'm having the opportunity to start my own radio show uh, under one of my colleagues network, uh, Mr. Donnell Edwards. Shout out to Donnell as well uh, for the opportunity. So so my faith has grown tremendously in, you know, allowing God to bless my life and then me in turn living for him, living out what he's given for me to live out, uh, ministering to people, helping, giving of my time, my talent and my treasure and seeing how my faith has grown to the point to where uh, the sky's the limit. And I, I'm, I could I anxiously uh, await much more as I move forward. So, yes, I'm curious to see where you go in the next in the next few years. You seems like you're someone who doesn't get um, just complacent that you're always like you say, you're ever increasing faith. So you letting allowing God to take you from place to place. You know, some people will probably just be they might be content just to be okay. They had one success and they might have rested there. But I think you're showing that it's it's great to keep going, to keep um, keep dreaming and letting God lead you. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's uh, I'm amazed at the opportunities that have come forth. I you know, if you were to ask me two years ago, three years ago that I would have had some of these opportunities to come forth, uh, it was not it was not even on the radar. Uh, at the same time, God knew, and he placed people in my life um, that would open that door, and I'm very calculated and strategic when I do things, so I never just take things and just run with it immediately. I always take time to think about it, pray about it, and God is just, he's blessed in so many different areas, and uh, in these areas and in more to come. Uh, I just pray that I continue to have a heart for God, uh, for his people, continue to give, continue to strive to help others uh, along the way, because it, it, it makes no sense uh, to go up in success just for yourself. If you're not reaching back for others, then what is it all worth? I, I would never want to celebrate success by myself. What fun is that? So why not have others that you can lift up? And, and push them in different areas, be it whatever their skill or gift or talent is, push them up as well that we can all go up together and celebrate. Yes, yes, that's so true and so much needed. We can have certain mentalities that will stop us from this. I'm sure you've heard of the, the crabs in a bucket mentality where people kind of see people uh reaching and getting higher, but then they kind of pull them down. So that's great. You are, you know, coming against that. Yes. Yes. I mean, cause it's, it's been going on for so long and it's something that it, it, and it's, it's selfish in, in and of itself. And like I said, two, two are always better than one. And I like for everyone in your particular area, whatever you're trying to do, if I can add value to it, if it's something that I can help get you to the point to where you need to be, that's what I'm here for. Because like I said, God always blesses those that help others. Mm-hmm. He, he does every single time. That's so true. And yeah. 
when you talked about God placing people in your life, that kind of gets into the, the meat of this episode where we are going to talk about mentorship. And Proverbs eleven fourteen says that where there is no guidance, the people fall. And in abundance of counselors, there is victory. I've heard you speak a few times on the importance of mentorship, and you kind of mentioned it earlier also. How has having a mentor added value to your life personally? Oh, wow. Um, mentoring, it has helped me to become the person that I am today. Uh, it has helped me to become a better person just in general. Uh, I'm a better disciple for Christ. Uh, I'm a better man. I'm a better husband. I'm a better father. I'm a better friend. I'm a better colleague. I'm a better business person. All from mentoring. You know, mentoring takes on different forms and it it, could, it you need it in your personal life. You need it in your professional life. You know, so all of us need somebody or somebodies to help guide us through life and all the struggles, uh, temptations, as well as the victories that will occur throughout our lives. You know, we need someone who will encourage us, who will support us, who will discipline us. You know, when when it when needed, um, we need someone who will celebrate us and celebrate with us during those times of success. You know, we need somebody to be there during what I call the valley moments of life, as well as the mountaintop moments of life. So having a, having a good mentor or having uh, mentors in your life is vitally important, and it has greatly added to my life. I mean, I, 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 I don't know where I would be had I not had people to mentor me throughout my life. And that's, that's real. And I've, I've had people, especially um, one woman in the past who, and perhaps you could speak on this. I, I, I've had someone who I thought was my mentor, but in reality, all she was really doing was like giving me things to do. Like ah. you speak on the difference between someone being a mentor and just, um, I guess, assigning you tasks or what are the additional things mentors can do to help you? Okay. Uh, I, just, I, I, I go by this mentor. A mentor, uh, for the most part, or I would say probably one of the important aspects of a mentor uh, is having a heart of a teacher. If a person is mentoring another person or is going to mentor you, you want that person to be able to teach you about life, to teach you about business or to teach you about family, to teach you about, you know, networking, whatever aspect uh, that, that uh, you have chosen them to be in your life as a mentor. Now, I've had spiritual mentors. Uh, that would help me along the way of w in my growth in Christ. I've had professional mentors. I mean, you mentioned about someone who's either just having you to stay busy versus being an actual mentor. Exactly. Uh, yeah. yeah. Now, some people, unfortunately, then that person wouldn't, to me, would not qualify as a mentor. They were just, I, won't, I don't want to use the word using you, but they were 
uh, utilizing uh, what you could provide for them as opposed to what you were needing from them for yourself. And that's that's a huge difference because you, you're not. It's, it, I use the uh, example I'd say of years ago when you had a quote unquote a secretary. Well, a secretary in today's time is no longer even called a secretary. It's an administrative assistant. They do a lot more. Well, for people that are not doing anything to make your life better. That's not if they're not looking to do make your life better. That's not a mentor. A mentor is someone who's going to lift you up, going to hold you responsible. Uh, They have a sense of integrity and good character. Uh, When I did my presentation a couple of months ago uh, in Lakeland, when we met, uh, those are some of the things that I hit on, you know, like some some things to look for in finding a good mentor. Look around your community, look around, you know, at church, your workplace, your family, your friends, your associates. Look for integrity. Look for good character. Look for someone who's who will give you good, sound advice. Look for someone who is not competitive with you, because if 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 they feel any tension that you're going to get higher than they would and they have a problem with it, not a good mentor. Because a, a good mentor is is there to help you even if you rise above where they are. Their goal is to help lift you up, to get you to the point to where you need to be. But they're teaching you the ropes along the way. And hopefully and prayerfully, you're developing uh, that mindset of integrity and good character. And lastly, you're reaching behind to pull somebody else up along the way. That's so good. And I will definitely take that going forward. Um, yeah, I do believe um, in the in the power of mentorship. And I feel like everyone should, you know, want to improve who they are as a person. And you mentioned the different areas of our life, spiritually, financially, um, professionally, there's all these different aspects of who, who we are as a person. We all have these different roles we play in life and mentorship can help us to get better in, in all of those areas. So yes, I will definitely be looking for someone with integrity and I'm taking so many notes so I know what to look for. And that was, (laughs) I want to, I want to add too. you know, some mentors are there for a reason. They're there for a season and some are there for a lifetime. True. Yeah. Yeah. I've had people in my life. They were there for a particular reason. You had some that was there for an, you know, a, a period of time, a season. Then I have some that I've had for a long time. That was going to be one of my next questions was how to find a mentor. You kind of um, mentioned that um, some places to look. Do you do you want to list any additional places? Well, I I would say this um, in uh, trying to locate or uh, have or find a mentor. You want to find someone I mean, I mentioned about having the heart of a teacher. That is vital because uh, you don't want to always have to come to them for everything. They should be able to. I use the analogy of teaching you how to fish. Mm. 
Bree, I can take you and we can go fishing every weekend. And, you know, if I never teach you along the way how to fish, because you can't use the same bait with every type of fish. So I'm teaching you every weekend how to fish, how to catch a particular fish. Then after a while, when I'm not able to go with you, you can still go and fish and catch fish on your own. That's what a mentor would do. So if I if I, if you don't ever learn to do the things that you need to do, then the effectiveness of that mentorship is not there. So and you you want someone who will expect you to be responsible. You're going to be held responsible for your actions and you're going to be held accountable for your actions as well. I, I, I use the term, you're going to need somebody to put their foot in your back sometime. <laughs> <laughs> That's what a mentor is for. Because, you know, it's something that I gave my children. Uh, I have a four, excuse me, soon to be 15 and a 16 year old, two girls. Oh, boy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, t- I gave them something that God gave me probably, oh, probably about f- maybe six or seven years ago. I told them, I said, baby, I said, you know, God loves me. He loves us. He's here to protect us. And he has our best interests at heart. And I told them, you know, from a parent standpoint, uh, me and my wife, you know, we, we love you guys. We have your best interest at heart and we're here to protect you. To me, that's what a mentor would do. That's so true. you, Very yeah, so good. you want, yeah, so you want to look for someone who is going to have your best interest at heart. Uh, no, they're there to protect you. And with that protection, you may not like everything that they're going to say or do. Uh, they may give you some hard tasks or tell you that you're wrong. You know, uh, you need to be corrected. That's a good thing because they're trying to protect you from what lies ahead or what lie ahead. And, you know, you want somebody that, you know, looking out for your best interest, they're there to protect you. All these things, what makes up a mentor. So you want to look for someone who has those qualities, the good character, good integrity, that, that's knowledgeable. Uh, I, I would say well connected meaning they can introduce you to other people that can help you along the way. Those are very key key uh, parts of finding a mentor. Yes, and I remember when I heard you speak, you talked about a mentor having to be a good listener as well. And that kind of blew my mind because when I thought of a mentor, it was someone, I was thinking it was someone that I had to be a good listener to and listen to, but that the mentor had to be a good listener to me as well. So that was something that kind of changed how I thought about mentorship. Oh, yeah, because it's something that I do. I've learned to do. I have my circle of friends, uh, close family. Uh, Sometimes they will call and say, Lionel, I need to talk to you. So what I try to do is make sure that I have nothing around me and I have a actually have a pad with me and a pencil so I can make make sure I take notes of what they're telling me. So. I want to make sure that I listen. It's very important that you have someone that's going to listen to you because if they're, you know, and it's so easy with cell phones and things like that to be a distraction. So I would encourage, you know, all listeners 
you know, you want to be a, a good mentor, you're looking for someone uh, to mentor you, make sure that they are a good listener. That, you know, when you're talking to them or you're meeting with them, if they're constantly looking at their cell phone and things like that, uh, be very aware. You want their undivided attention because being a good listener, uh, being a good listener is vitally important. Yep. All right. So you've been given some tips about okay, mentorship. They're teaching you how to fish. And the goal, I think, it seems like the end goal is for that person you're teaching how to fish to eventually teach others how to fish. Absolutely. And as I guess someone my age, around my age group, I guess I'm a millennial. And <laughs> as I'm seeing the youth, I'm involved in a couple of different um, youth organizations and also with the youth ministry at my church. And as I'm interacting with youth and kind of starting to get into that mentor role, um, what advice would you give to perhaps someone my age, like reaching and working with youth? Um, I think you, you have some programs where you, you speak with youth as, as well. Like, is there a, I'm sure there's a difference when you're talking with youth and mentoring youth. Um, and I know they're very big on, like you mentioned already, technology and some other things. Like for someone who is in that position, um, what advice would you give them? Okay. Uh, I always tell people uh, my age, I'm 47 years young. I don't use that old word. Uh, <laughs> but one, one thing that uh, allows me to connect with uh, youth uh, or to give you some advice as a millennial to reach and to mentor uh, our youth, uh, be authentic and be genuine uh, when you're speaking before our youth. Uh, be honest. Be willing to tell the true stories of your struggles in life as well as your successes in life. Um, you know, with two teenage girls, it's very important that I am relevant, meaning I know what's going on in their world because truly they have their own little world during those tender years and, you know, trying to keep up with what's going on in music, you know, style, fashion, entertainment, social media, make sure you know and understand what's going on in their world along the, on the, along those lines. Um, I've learned to talk to them. Don't talk down to them. Don't give the impression that you're here to scold and you're here to just tell them what to do. No, you need to really, I've learned when I go into the, uh, I speak to a lot of uh, students throughout the year and I actually have, I tutor on the weekend uh, during school sessions. So, I mean, so I have it Monday through, fr I have it some Sunday to Sunday actually because I have my own two kids as well. <laughs> So so I always reach out to them to find out what's going on in their lives. Tell me your struggles. Tell me what's going on. What's, you know, what are your goals in life? What do you want to do? What do you want to become? Do you have a plan to get there? So when you reach down and show that, hey, I'm here to help get you to the point to where you need to be, I want to bridge that gap. I want to step in and, and really genuinely help you get to where you need to be, you will win over more youth that way. 
I've been very fortunate uh, here over the last two years. Uh, I am on the advisory committee with the Academy of Finance here in Hillsborough County. And there are four high schools that have the uh, program. Uh, so I'm able to come in and speak to the students in the area of personal finance, but I do life skill training as well. And then I do some motivational talks. I have at least, it's about four or five students that have graduated from high school and they're into college and they stay in contact with me to this day. Uh, had one, uh, he wants to have lunch with me periodically. So here it is. I am yet mentoring and reaching back to those that I spoke with and met with five, six years ago. So once you know, once the, once they know that you care and you're truly looking out for them, and this doesn't mean that, that you can't correct them, that you can't, you know, um, you know, I call it getting on their nerves about uh, they need to do better in life. They a lot of the, I, I found out that a lot of our youth, they want that discipline. They want those boundaries established, especially from a person that wants the best for them. Mm-hmm. So my advice is, you know, be genuine, be authentic, be honest, share true stories of your success and your failures. Uh, be relevant. Know what's going on in their world. Keep up with social media. I mean, I can't hit that enough because that's where that's where a lot of their world is right now with social media, with Snapchat and all of this. Uh, but make sure you know what's going on in and around them and then just sit down and talk to them. Don't talk down to them. Rather, raise them up to where you are and beyond. That's great. You're also making a lasting connection with the kids you have uh, taught and, and mentored. So that's yeah. that's awesome. If you could have dinner with anyone in the world, who would it be? Ooh, wow. Um, who would it be? I got somebody in mind. My, I, if you ask this same question to my children, because they know me so well, they'll know exactly who this would be. Uh, I would say Bishop T.D. Jakes. Uh, pastor and founder of the Potter's House out in Dallas, Texas. Um, I have followed Bishop Jakes for a number of years, uh, probably over 25 years now. Uh, I look to him because he's been a great example of a man who loves and lives for God, a father, a husband, an author, a business professional, uh, even though he's known worldwide, he appears to be down to earth and very approachable. So I would love to be able to sit down and have dinner with T.D. Jakes. It'd probably be one of the longest dinners that he would probably <laughs> ever have. <laughs> you got to get the most out of it. You have what, exactly. three courses, two desserts. Absolutely. <laughs> oh, yes, yes. No, 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 no. Seven course meal. I got to ah. I would have to extend it out as much as I could. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, he's he's been uh, he and his ministry and all has been instrumental in my life for many, many years. So he would definitely be uh, that one person if I had to choose to sit down and have dinner with for sure. And hopefully, Bishop Jake, you can hear this uh, podcast. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
I would love to do that. That's that's awesome. I was curious to see who you would pick, um, who's had an influence over you that you haven't met yet that you would um be interested in meeting. Have you ever seen him in person? Yes, I have uh, a few times. Um, hadn't had a chance to meet him in person yet. Uh, that day shall come. I'm I'm going to speak that, <laughs> speak it by faith that I have a chance <laughs> to um, at least meet him. But no, I, I've followed him over the years. But yeah, when he would come to various cities, I mean, here in Tampa, Lakeland, Jacksonville, uh, years ago, I had a lot of not a lot of my male friends, Christian friends. We would meet uh, every so often at Manpower, the big men's conference that he would put on. Ever so often, okay. uh, back some some years ago, it was almost like every year there was a manpower uh, conference, and uh, we would go there a whole lot. So, yeah, but I have several of his books and DVDs and things like that. Yeah, I believe I have some of his resources <coughs> as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so moving on a little, uh, you mentioned earlier you have you're getting ready to pu- get a book published. Yes. Very excited about that. Uh, Something that, again, years ago, you would have said I was going to be writing a book. Uh, Because actually, I didn't even write, I didn't even like writing, uh, you know, Brie, back in the day. You know, I came through high school, made it through college, and I'm so thankful for my high school teacher, uh, Miss, uh, Mrs. Helms. She really, you know, helped me to be able to write. And so with this book, my wife and I had talked about, you know, we've been married now for about 18 years. Oh, now. Congratulations. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. As a matter of fact, we, our uh, anniversary date is Monday, August 7th. Oh, so wow. Congra- really congratulations. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you. Yeah. So a few years ago, uh, we said, you know, some things that just crossed our hearts about marriage and our uh, you know, our desire to help young couples that are seeking to be married. So we kind of put together the shell of you know what this book is uh, is all about. And basically, it is a communication book. Uh, it addresses four primary topics: faith, family, uh, sex and intimacy, and finances. I'm mean, excuse me, lifestyle. So it hit on these critical areas that we have identified in a relationship. But these are things that should be discussed before you walk down the aisle. Now, it's not a book that's going to determine whether you should get married or not. I leave that up to the people. But this book will actually open up communication between the man and the woman before they walk down the aisle. So uh, we are very excited that the book will be um, it's in the hands of the publisher, and we're looking to have the electronic version available in the next couple of weeks. And then, of course, thereafter, the hard copies will be available. But uh, it was a great process. It took roughly about a, about a year and a half to finalize and complete. A lot of hours of writing, a lot of hours of praying, a lot of hours of spending with the editor, um, uh, Janice Whip will give her a big shout out. Shout uh, out to Janice. Yes, yes. She was a big help. Uh, every two weeks, uh, we were meeting to uh, get everything uh, nailed down in the book. But 
the book is truly a blessing to couples that are seeking to be married. Also to those that are already married. I didn't leave out my married people because there are instances over the course of a marriage where certain subject matter needs to be readdressed or reassessed. And this book will address some of those issues as well. So we have out of those four primary topics, uh, you have some background information on our marriage, my wife, Sheila, which shout out to my wife, Sheila, love you, dear. Uh, uh, So we broke out under each one of those topics, there are a number of questions that must be answered. So in answering these questions, you, you have the opportunity of getting on the page, getting on the same page in your relationship. So that's why, you know, my wife came up with the name Sacred Vows, the not or not. So remember, we're not saying that this book is going to take the place of marital counseling. No, but it should be used in addition to premarital counseling. And will it determine whether or not you should get married? No, that's up to both of you should you decide to get married. But it offers or it creates a foundation of communication uh, between the man and the woman. All right. Definitely looking forward to that. And again, the name of the book is Sacred Vows, The Not Are Not, and it's the K-N-O-T-R, not N-O-T. So that's an interesting, you know, play on words. Yes. And we'll definitely be reposting it on social media when it comes out so we can, our listeners can uh, be updated when it comes out as well. So that'll be, that'll be yeah. great. Uh, Thank you. Thank you. Very excited. People to mm-hmm. check out. And just um, wrapping up, how can, I know you mentioned earlier some ways people can find you online. Um, and it sounds like with your, your daughters keeping you aware of everything that's going on, on social media, I'm sure you're um, on social media as well. Uh, yes, I am. Yes, I have my website. Uh, you know, I say the foundation is shipmanconsulting.com. That's S-H-I-P-M-A-N-C-O-N-S-U-L-T-I-N-G.com. Uh, I am on LinkedIn under my name, Lionel Shipman, Facebook. Lionel Shipman, Twitter. Uh, I'm actually quite a little bit different uh, name, but it's under L Shipman SC. So my first initial, last name, and the last two uh, for my Shipman Consulting. So it's L Shipman SC. Uh, I'm on Instagram under I am Lionel Shipman. And I also have a YouTube channel under my name as well, Lionel Shipman. So, yes. And you also mentioned you have a radio show coming out soon. Yes, uh, yes. Very excited in the uh, preparation stages of it right now. Uh, the show is a life. I call it my financial and life empowerment show, and it will focus on our lives around money and finance. And the show aims to educate, motivate people to improve their financial outlooks and empower them to take charge of their lives. And I'm very uh, excited about the show. You know, I'm going to have a number of guests from business owners to financial advisors, insurance agents, educators, and other professionals that will be 
uh, part of the show. And, you know, the show, we just provide listeners with, you know, useful financial information to help them improve their financial lives, but also to give them some life lessons to help them live life to the fullest. That's great. And it's going to be, is it going to be in Tampa? Well, it's actually going to be a blog radio show. So I I would advise uh, all potential listeners, uh, those that are uh, uh, wanting to listen, if you uh, connect with me uh, through any of the connections that I just mentioned uh, earlier, uh, or just if you just Google my name, you can find me in some form. Uh, I will be posting up and keeping everyone abreast of when uh, we haven't got a date yet, but it should be coming out starting, I think, the first week of September. Okay. And, and it will be on every Tuesday night at 830 Eastern Standard Time. It's just a it'll be a it's a 30 minute show, uh, but I will be communicating you know, via all social media outlets. You know the the link uh, either through Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, uh, all those social media sites. I'll have the link available uh, promoting it. So. Okay, that's awesome. That it'll be able to everyone will be able to listen to it with anybody with the internet connection. Yes, yes. Yes. You got a <laughs> hey, you got a computer, tablet, or a cell phone? Yes, you'll be able to listen here. That's that's great. Um, yeah, yeah. Do you have any questions for me? No question, but just some comments. Bree, I appreciate uh reaching out to me to arrange this uh interview this time to ch- chat. Um thank you so much for uh, this opportunity and uh look to if you ever need me again to be on the show, I'm, I'm there and available. Uh, anything that I can do to help promote you and what you and CC are doing, uh, please let me know. All right. Awesome. Thank you so much for sharing your wisdom and insight on uh, mentorship and a whole bunch of other topics <laughs> for, <laughs> for letting me pick your brain a little. Um, I know this is going to help me so much uh, going forward and I'm sure for the listeners as well. So again, thanks so much for joining us and I hope you have a blessed week. Thank you. You too, Bree. Take care and we'll talk soon. All right. Thank you. Follow us on social media. Check out our website at www.goandgrowshow.com or you can find us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and our handle is Go and Grow Show. Please don't forget to leave us an iTunes review and remember, share the fun and share our episodes with family, friends, coworkers, or anyone that wants to be encouraged.